we're all happy to be here, right, guys? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Today, days of all days. Days of all days? What day is it? it it's the it, days of our lives. It is. It is. It is. And welcome to Professional Friends. Yeah. Oh, we're back at it. I'm Carolina Hidalgo. We're, oh, yeah. We are back at it from our one week hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> and over there is Anna Peritori. That is, yep. I am still she. I am still her. Good You've one. been drinking, haven't you? <laughs> Not at all. Okay, don't laugh like that to each other like that. <laughs> and John Vivacqua. Are you mad at me because I was yelling at you to come in and record? No, I mean, me and Calvin were sharing a moment outside. Is that too much? Like, Yeah, that's why I yelled, this is too much. Come inside. <laughs> <laughs> and Calvin Cato. Hi guys, it's I. I have to. It is my fault about last week. I got the second vaccine shot. It knocked me on my ass, and then I had to take my. I had to take my mom to get a vaccine shot that Friday. How, how are and you feeling had, now? Now I feel great. My mom had no effects at all. No way, really. Yeah, oh. she. She because she, uh, uh, I had asked her how she felt the next day, and she was like, "I feel fine. Like I don't know why you were like sweating and had." That's so weird. And John, because you said you didn't have anything, right? I felt nothing. But funnily enough, my mother felt really bad. Isn't that weird? I did not and feel Anna, great. Anna, you, you were similar to me, Anna. Didn't you throw up at a kid's birthday party? Yeah. yeah so, like, um, the clowns had a company meeting um, the day that I got my shot. And I was like, I heard that you're fine the day of. So I went to the company meeting, which was weirdly at a steakhouse. I don't know why the clowns are. You know that place, clown steaks. You know it's like kind of a company, right? Yeah, it was like kind of bougie. It was embarrassing, like entering the building at Morton's and being like, "Yeah, I'm here for the clown party." The clown summit. And they're like, "Oh, okay." And then they brought us to the back, back, back room. Oh. Um. It didn't matter. I still got a like a very small filet mignon, so I was fine. Um, but the next day, I didn't realize how much the the vaccine would kick me on my ass. So, like, I had one party, and then I guess 24 hours hit. It hit you? And yeah. And then the second party, I threw up. Oh. There was, like, a little moment where I looked at my partner while I, I was face painting a child, <laughs> and I looked up at her, and she knew. And um, she said, okay, like honey just give us a minute and then i went to the bathroom and i threw up and um who were you dressed as at the time yeah (laughs) what were you wearing yeah who was throwing up in the bathroom of the kids party was it elsa or no 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 i was not i was just in in clown i was just um and then i told sabrina my clown partner i was like hey maybe i'll jump into mickey mouse have a reprieve and um that didn't make me feel any better because then I was just Mickey Mouse feeling real nauseous. With the headpiece on? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it means to turn into Mickey Mouse. I yeah. mean, like, I had to dress up as Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay. I got you. But uh, why Mickey Mouse and not Minnie Mouse? Well, that's what we were offering. You know, that's what. That's, <laughs> that's it. There's no option. We had Mickey in the car, and um, I said. Maybe I'll feel better if I just jump into this for a couple of... Um, you can um, throw up right in the headpiece. Well, I just felt like I could maybe 
equilibrial out. What's the word I want? Equilibrial. Yeah, that's it. That's not the word I want. <laughs> Say the word I want. Equilibrialize. Equalize. Equalize. Or, well, not really. Energize. Balance. Yeah, if I could just energize. To the spaceship. Into the Mickey Mouse. But, like, I just felt clammy and sweaty and oh. kind of more nauseous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I did that for 25 minutes, and I was playing Limbo, and I was like, this is not... <laughs> This is not you know, where I want to be. This is the vaccine story of so many Americans. <laughs> yeah, you so, know? you know, I, yeah. I, I like motioned to Sabrina with my big hand, my big gloved hand. <laughs> oh. And she knew, she knew I wasn't feeling good. Oh. You made that choking sign with the big mouse <laughs> hand. Yeah. I just imagine a Mickey Mouse just dying on the side of a kid's birthday You know, party. I'm sure so many people have the same story. So <laughs> I want to say to everybody, the next day you get your shot, just rest. Just you say know? no yeah. to your clown parties. Say yeah. no to any Mickey Mouse um, <laughs> appearances. But like, honestly, like I was not feeling good and it was rough. I have to say... And then the next day, I kind of try to recoup. But I feel like you really need that next day recovery. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, my experience was um, shockingly not similar to yours. But... That's so weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but no, I, but it was it it was funny. So I um, and uh, in the antithesis of the first vaccine shot, where I felt completely fine, I took the second vaccine shot, and I was like okay this is good i feel pretty nice and so um i went to um freddie's bar where i used to do my comedy show because i knew the bartender was working there that day and so, so you I- just want to get fucked up after you got your shot <laughs> <laughs> that's an well, interesting like, move right say, there my plan was to be like i'm gonna say hi and be like hey i'm back fully vaccinated i'll get a free shot please and so I did that, got the free shot, and then also put a beer on top of that shot, and then another beer on top of that shot. Uh, and then I, I see where this is going. The CDC says you should do that. Yeah, yes. yeah, I think like three days later. Though. Yeah, the CDC does not re- recommend that. But then I got home, and I felt fine for like a while. And then at one point, I felt kind of hot, and I was like, oh, this must be because of it. I'm getting hung over. And so I drank two more shots at home <laughs> and then passed out and then woke up. And I was like, I was like, I just feel so dizzy and hot. Like I must've had a lot to drink. And so I woke up and then had a shot of tequila. So which... when do we tell the children don't do what Calvin does? Yeah. <laughs> when do Mickey we... says. When do we have a meeting about this without Calvin first? <laughs> and then we bring him in. Like, okay, I know it sounds like I have a problem, but I really was like, oh. He just wanted that I, free shot, really. If I have hair of the dog, it'll cure this hangover. And then I slowly realized, oh, this is a reaction to the vaccine. And mm. I was, I slept and sweated all day. And yes, you do need that extra day. It's very necessary. <laughs> yeah, and none then the of the other after, things before it all had anything to do with your sweating. And yeah. <laughs> I was really reverent and I prepared to feel sick and then I felt nothing. And I was kind of just, I cleared out my schedule and I was like, all right, now what? But some people feel like shit. For yeah. Well, Did you drink, John, afterwards? Like uh, right after the shot, I mean. No, during. Yeah. <laughs> no, I took a couple of days off. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mickey and Minnie over here. <laughs> you guys. What about you, Daffy Duck? I'm How a- are you doing, <laughs> I'm only half vexed, 
But Ooh. yeah, I'm half X, but I did definitely uh my favorite thing about the having the two shots, the second one coming up pretty soon is the fact that I've already canceled things. So <laughs> it's it's already things are already starting coming back to normal. I'm flaking a lot. It's really Nature it feels is healing, it, yeah. it feels like old days again. Uh, so really <laughs> so I, what, I, I you're have not lots to look doing ahead. Irene's Passover Seder? No. Like, no. But what that. about Anna and my Shakespeare in the parking lot? Are you still not going to come to that this year? Oh, it depends. What day? <laughs> That's her second shot. That's my day. second shot. That's that her day. third shot day. And she's like, I'm sick uh, in recovery for about a month. <laughs> I I might have to take a third and fourth shot just to make sure it takes. You never know. It's true. Like I feel like a lot of people like this is the time. Like this is the last time we can milk being <laughs> sick, right? Yeah. This is yeah. it. This is it. Like because no one can like fault you for being like, I got my shot. Not feeling 100%. Like, this is the moment where you can lie. And maybe it's true. Maybe you don't feel 100%. I didn't feel 100% in Mickey Mouse. I still try to give 100% to get that tip, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I'll do anything for that tip, which is so... All right, I know it's oppressing, Calvin. But like again, <laughs> Calvin, again, if you want a job, they're hiring. <laughs> it's kind of like the end of the road of uh, clown jobs. I don't know what you want to call it. You can, you're really gonna work your way up, though. You can, you could be a Mickey Mouse. I think one I'm day. gonna be hungover that day. I'm gonna have to have two shots at the bar. <laughs> well, like, Calvin, that didn't stop me. Um, <laughs> so you know, any day you want to be Olaf, any day you want to be, uh, what's another big one? Uh, boss baby. Ooh. Boss baby's a thing. Oh, boss baby. What's a boss big. baby? You've never seen they, that. Well, I've I, never I, seen the movie, but you ever seen trailers for it? Yes. No, I've seen. I've Wait. definitely seen the first ten minutes of that movie on a plane once. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, Calvin, why do you know so much about Boss Baby? Please lay out the because facts. Because there was like a sequel, and I was like, people watch the first one. Well, Boss Baby's got a great intro. It's like. Boss baby, boss baby, boss baby, boss baby. I mean, like, I had to say, boss and boss baby. Unfortunately, looks a lot like Donald Trump. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's just wearing a suit and he's a baby that's like you know, <laughs> humongous. I feel like we're five late, five years late on this conversation. I feel like John is getting ready to murder us. He's like, are you talking about another boss fucking movie? Baby, <laughs> boss baby, boss baby, boss baby, boss baby. No, no, I've definitely talked to John a lot about. Boss baby, and he knows that. So this is the second time or third time he's so, heard you know, this. Funnily enough, me and Carolina earlier were talking about friend breakups. Yeah, actually, this is a, how ironic. This is actually, a perfect we, were, we were talking time. about having to break up what with friends. What are you friends. talking about, boss baby? Boss baby, So Carolina, have you ever had that experience <laughs> having to break up with friends? Actually, very rarely, because I have apparently a strong <laughs> threshold here, but. <laughs> Um, but you know what? I did twice, though. I did twice uh, that I can remember. Once when I was twelve years old, it was oh. really, it was really sad. That's like a yeah. hurtful that friendship was, breakup. That was a rough one. Twelve? Yeah. You're like in seventh grade. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were we were only best friends for that year, I think. Because remember, I moved around a lot. Yeah. So. Th- so you didn't have to. You could just ghosted her. I I I know it it, it should have been done that way, but it was. <laughs> But I just couldn't anymore. I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, Mary Beth, I can't do it. You're so-. She was a nice person, but this was like, this was, a, it was a messed up situation where she lived at home. 
and she lived in like in a like a hoarder's house. Like her parents were hoarders. Okay, yeah, that, well, it was weird when you were like, she lived at home, and I was like, she's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> she needed to get her own place. Where was her career going? <laughs> I'm sick of supporting you, Mary Beth. <laughs> Our lunch dates are so expensive, <laughs> and so I just couldn't go back. And they hold had like on, all these on. cats and I'm allergic to cats. I was just like, I just can't be your friend anymore. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. And Damn. yeah. You broke up with her because she was a hoarder? And she and she, she had came cats. from hoarders. Yeah. She came from hoarders. Yeah, That's like there were all cats everywhere. Of my best friends. I couldn't dude. even breathe. I couldn't even breathe every oh, time I go ooh. in there. It was a rough situation. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. It was bad. I felt bad. I mean, trust me, when you're twelve years old, you're not making the best decisions. You're not sitting down having so a What happened? Like know. what did you do? You just like didn't go back? Like how did you make that happen? I just kind of just sort of made myself I, I started flaking again. I started just not being around, you know. But so like much. you had a good out. You're like, mm, I can't, my parents won't let me. Yeah, it was something like that. My parents weren't gonna let me and have I'm, you done this as an adult? Is this how you break up with friends in your adulthood? My parents won't let they me. They won't let me. I'm You're sorry. a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> It was that was the you one time. Home. Sorry. <laughs> okay, but question: but, If she didn't have cats, yeah, could you make it work? I I don't know. I mean, it's really something to ask twelve-year-old Carolina, who probably would be. Let's just, bring her in. Yeah, I know. On to another <laughs> thing. Here by she then. is. <laughs> I was probably like deep into watching Interview with a Vampire. You could oh, ask me, and I wouldn't care. Cute. I, or maybe I would care, but I would be too embarrassed to tell. Like an adult Mickey Mouse, what my problems were. Listen, so. I can't talk as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm basically- Wait, you can't do the like, oh, of course. I would be like, you can't do the, oh boy. That was pretty good. Calvin, you can stand behind her and do it, I guess. I Calvin, can. I told you, if you want a job, <laughs> just ask me. Stop auditioning. Well, what about you, Anna? Did you ever break up with a friend or a cat or anything? <laughs> I mean, I'll never break up with a cat. That's true. Yes. Nor will I ever break up with hoarders. I, you know that I have many She's close proud. relationship with hoarders. That's right. As she stares at John. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, yeah, most of my really good friends, they came from hoarders. Or they're just, like, people that, you know, maybe it's not as gross as hoarders makes people out to be, okay? Sometimes it's just they collect and collect and collect and they're like, I wish my mom didn't do this, but she does. Great. So it, have you ever broken up with a friend? Or your mom, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, I would say like, I, I feel like I've been slowly, I slowly ghosted away. It wasn't, it wasn't because of me. <laughs> what happened? As John folds his arms, I know what is like happening here. This is such a you. weird Springer situation <laughs> that <laughs> I want to bring to light right now. No, no, no. I mean, I was slowly ghosted by uh, an incredibly formative relationship in my life. Okay, is it Jesus? I don't mean to look at you, John. Yeah, I, I think it's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if everybody found out I was like incredibly religious <laughs> and this was the story of how I left you know Jesus I loved me him before. and he was always there for me he but was my guiding light and then like <laughs> um, no 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 so I had um, I I mean my I guess I've always shared a close relationship with a gay man he might have not known he was a gay man quite yet 
But then he would find out later. Oh, I think I know this story. It really does story. sound like she's talking about me, right? It is. It, is your story similar to Anna's story? It's weird story? when I'm going to give the other half of the story. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I've had some uh, friends in the past that uh, were not interested in women. And they <laughs> seem to have gravitated to me. And apparatory reasons unknown. And were you uh, <laughs> romantically attracted to them? Uh, you know, actually, okay. I feel like yes, uh, not always. <laughs> um, definitely my first gay husband, Alex Banner, I met in kindergarten. I wasn't attracted to him that way. Uh, like we were. So just... Anna, the breakups. Yeah, yeah. Get so me and Alex maintained a healthy relationship. Uh, but if anyone's interested. Oh, and okay. the good. I uh, was caring. Yes, we care. And then we moved back, and then we moved up to seventh grade. Seventh grade, I met Ryan Perigo. <laughs> John, have you broken up with anyone? <laughs> We're going to come back to Anna. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> we'll be right back. That's more like a three-parter saga. So, Ryan Perigo, Ryan Perigo and I... Really, we got it. You know, he wore this one sweater every day. It was uh... a... <laughs> and the breakups, Anna. <laughs> I know, but like, how am I going to get people invested if I don't share You're what actually You're a story happened? hoarder. <laughs> Stop hoarding the story, Anna. All right, fine. He was my best friend. He loved Cher. He loved Blade Runner. We shared everything in common except our sexuality. That was hard. So how did you break up with him? The breakup. Yeah. The breakup was... She doesn't remember. <laughs> no, it was rough because Ryan Perigo moved into my family's house because his dad didn't understand him because he was a gay man that lived... Well, gay boy at the time. <laughs> he lived in New Hampshire and his dad was like, I don't get it. And then he was like, I'm moving in with the Paratories. They seem to really get it. And uh, so Ryan moved in and... We got him a little twin bed, and he lived in my room that was very Japanese-inspired. And Did you break up 10 minutes later? No, no, no. Oh, it keeps God. going. It keeps going. It keeps going. And then... Anna, um, there's did almost, you take a bus together, though? <laughs> there's only so much editing right, Carolina's going to be able to do Things on this. Things started unraveling. First, we were <laughs> terrific. First, we made sense. Should I just go home and keep this on? You can come back Listen, later. Don't break up with me, okay? I'm trying to make the story happen. So, one, we were quintessentially Will and Grace because that show was still running when we were young. So everybody was like, oh, Anna and Ryan, they fucking are so funny. They're a duo. They, like, kill at charades because we played charades back in those days. <laughs> oh, yes. just like Will and Grace. Just yeah. like Will and Grace. And at the time in musical theater, I think Ryan definitely used me as a sort of beard and he was like ah. i like anna and everyone's like okay um and i was like that's weird because like he's definitely into liza with a z because he was on percocet when his wisdom teeth got taken out in my basement Anna, this isn't a storytelling <laughs> slam poetry show can you get to the breakup please percocet this could really oh, scream, this screams new hampshire all right but okay really, fine john fine. We're, gonna, we're gonna never get to our story i know fine. i'm Don't sorry worry. we're out of time no 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 wait <laughs> so here's what got sad okay <laughs> here's where it unravels you know she's so on message oh, everybody was like wow they're such a team they're so great they're so witty and smart together and they should be together but yet 
there's something about him that's so fashionable and and yet there's something about her that's so not and like but what happened was ryan joined up with another rich family so he moved to another house yeah which is bullshit because my parents gave him rent free but our house was just a basement on a swamp, and it flooded so all the time. Did you talk okay. to him about this, or did he just move out and not say anything? So he slowly made his way to the Robinson Smiths' house, and they were like rich Southern money that came into New Hampshire. I think and the then... problem's not Ryan. What? <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> and then he started spending all his time with those stupid Robinson Smiths, and then they had hot tub parties, which we couldn't provide. Like, we had one of those horrible, like, you know when you could buy those Walmart, like, just tubs of water you put out in the backyard that would be gross? No, I lived in New York City. All right. Yeah. Well, we had one of those. (laughs) And anyway, you know, Ryan and I fell apart. Like, he started hanging out with them, and and then I I didn't hang out with them. So just to clarify, your breakup story is just uh, you, you grew apart. He grew no, apart, no, no, but, no. So there's no breakup. But, but no, no, no. Anna has feelings of inadequacy for or yeah. some sort of so rejection. So you've been telling the story for 20 minutes and there was no breakup. No, no, there was a breakup, okay? So we started doing this bullshit, and I was like, wow, I'm not invited to these hot tub parties. And then he was all like, I don't remember what he said, but like he was like. <laughs> so literally the breakup <laughs> part is no, the no, part no. that you cannot remember. No, no, no. At all. No, no, no. No, 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 no. He was like, Anna, this isn't that great. Did he say that to you? In his way. So literally there's still no conversation about breaking up. So anyway, okay. the breakup was. <laughs> It was weird. It, like, we had our fights. We had our moments. We cried. We did anything that any relationship would do. And then I was like, where's Ryan? And then he didn't talk to us anymore. And then he moved to L.A. And then no one in Merrimack, New Hampshire, heard from Ryan Perigo again. Oh. And then Ryan Perigo once called me again. And he was like, Anna, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I left you. And I, I love you. I'm sorry. And then we cried again. And then I didn't hear from him again. And I then that part was fake. Yeah, no, that was real. There's then, a lot of indents. No, no, no. There was a lot of like coming back together again. But then Ryan, everybody was like, where is Ryan Perigo? All of Merrimack, New Hampshire was a buzz. They're like, where the fuck is he? No one knows. And recently, Somebody else reached out to me being like, have you heard from Ryan Perigo? This is really more of a ghost story. How not exciting is Merrimack that this was news? (laughs) And it was so scary because he was like, he was like, he was my first boy crush or kiss. And I was like, that sucks. He kissed every boy I wanted to kiss, which was like kind of shitty, you know? But but what happened to Ryan? I don't know. Carolina, stop asking that question. (laughs) Carolina, please stop trying to take this plane in for landing. It's not coming. (laughs) It's taxiing. I'm dumping the fuel now. Carolina, (laughs) I have another. Going to the side of the mountain. Wait, guys, I have one last moment. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. So then Carly, my friend, who was a hoarder. Also, hey, Carly. Hi, Carly. We love Carly. Carly, sorry about this story. Yeah, except for Carolina, who doesn't want to deal with hoarders. No, no. I'm I'm allergic to cats. Just don't hoard a million cats. All right, okay. (laughs) Oh, sure. Um, But Carly um, recently, on an app called Marco Polo, linked up with Ryan Perigo's 
old um, phone number, and Ryan Perigo appeared as a woman. Finally! Oh yeah! my God! Congratulations, Ryan! Wait, oh. Sorry, I, I know, I, I know, Galvin, I'm in danger. Get back in here. Get back <laughs> in this conversation. Okay, I'm gonna ask just one quick question. What is Marco Polo? Marco Polo oh, is an app that's like. It's like WhatsApp. It's like it's an app. You, you go back yeah, and forth. It's like kind of an old lady app. It's like not. Oh, cool. okay. Sorry, it's Carly. a thing that you do. So with it's your possible friends. he um, is Might a trans woman. Well, yeah. okay. congratulations to Ryan. Good and, for you. Yeah, or whatever but, Ryan's new name is. Yeah, but I don't I'm know like, that this it's is probably a, Anna. Who knows? Uh, it could be. Could you? I don't know that this is a breaking up with the friend story as much as it is a long-winded tale of woe by Anna Paratori. Okay, but listen, judges were allowed. Okay. Uh, real quick, he lived with me from once seventh grade. Yeah, I remember that part of the story. <laughs> oh, no, it was well, about an hour ago. I guess freshman year. So Ryan Perigo lived with my family for like five years. So tell me how that doesn't. He hurt. was like uh, that your, must hurt. Yeah, like no, Leonardo DiCaprio and Growing Pains. Yeah, I'm just confused then, as to where the breaking up part happened because it sounded. Well, no Calvin, one, please don't ask no any one, more questions. No more, no more follow-ups. <laughs> but no one knows Sorry, where stop. he is. Like no one knows where he is. And he's like, on Marco Polo. Yeah. yeah. Well, like or she. We don't know anymore. She, well, like, she Carly, or they. Carly said it's either Ryan gave up that number, and maybe now this like because the problem with Marco Polo is you can't really quite see the like little um. What's the word? Avatar? Avatar. Yeah, so it's like she had to stretch it out, but it was like a, a woman with long hair. But it was still Ryan Perigo's number. And she had red hair. And <laughs> it was a tiny one. I'm going to do a really crappy edit on this. <laughs> and we're what back. You... <laughs> what do you mean? And it won't make sense? It all You're makes kidding. sense. Yes. Here are the extended version another time. So I have a friend breakup. Oh, uh, is it a recent Could it one? possibly or, be better for well, Ryan Perigo's story? Well, Calvin, we only have three minutes left in the show. <laughs> and so. That is why it's going to be better. It's because it's under three minutes. So. It's succinct. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. Uh, so this this is a tale that involved uh, drugs and clubs and intrigue. Um, so, All right. Stop trying to make it cooler in my story. <laughs> so we'll, picture we'll be the, it. We'll be the judge of that. Picture it. 2010. Uh, you know, it was New York City, it was bright lights, there's a lot of going to Lotus and Hotel Gansevoort and Marquee, and that was in all those popular bars or popular. And uh, you're British in this story, yeah. Well, yeah, stop no. trying. Should I have been British in mine? <laughs> Would it have been better? <laughs> Sorry, I'm Peter Laurie now. I uh don't understand how references work, so anyway, so. Um, I was friends with this lady who, uh, let's call her um, Alicia. Mm -hmm. And uh, Alicia and I were like pretty good friends. She, um, and we got to be good friends because um, it was like over the summer, right before my senior year of college. And we went to this like Japanese restaurant. And I know she was like going in and out of the bathroom. And she's like, hey, Calvin, you should come with me to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, why would I do that? Okay. Men and women can't. That's actually. That's... Did I interrupt your Ryan Perigo twist and turn? Wow, Anna really stepped on that for you. Huh? Oh no, I mean, what would you say? Scrapbooking? <laughs> yes, I hope so. so. We so uh, I went into the bathroom and lo and behold, there was a white powder on the sink, and I was like, "What is this borax? Are we cleaning the sink?" Turns out it was cocaine. Mm. So, <clears throat> so the years go by. And I noticed that, like, you've been in the bathroom, bathroom that this long. whole time. <laughs> this is a requiem for a dream. 
<laughs> Lotus had closed by then, yeah. but he was still in the bathroom. But then the leaves had fallen from the vine, and uh, <laughs> it was just a sad wilted ivy of a of a thing. So anyway, but um, so she ended up moving to LA, but we would keep in touch, and every once in a while she would come to New York City, and like whenever she comes to New York City, we would hang out, and like sometimes we do drugs. Um, but more of my notice that I was like not really doing drugs because I had a job and she had rich parents. So she would constantly be like, oh, let's just go here for no reason. And I was going to use the bathroom because I have allergies. And then I was like, oh, you have a cocaine problem. Yeah. And so um, it came to a head one time where she had come into New York City. I was living um, in Manhattan at the time. And she's like, hey, let me just come to your place and visit. And I was like yeah sure and she's like by the way i have party favors and i was like okay sure i'll do like a line or two because you know i wanted to be cool and uh she came up she's so cool <clears throat> so stupid so... <laughs> so she so she came to my apartment and it was me and alicia and then my roommate had come home but my roommate did not do drugs and so my roommate just came into this like it was like a very train spotting-esque kind of scene where he like came in and like we had commandeered the like coffee table and then there's a baby that's crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I know this. It was very, I mean, it was a lot. Um, but we, you know, did, we did stuff and then I ran out. I Well, I was, I tapped out. She ran out and I was like, okay, you know what? Like, this is fine. I'm going to like just stay up for five hours and then eventually go to sleep. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, let's just try to call someone else. And I was like, no, I don't have money because I was working like, you know, I wasn't making real money. I was making like 15 an hour. And she's like, no, 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 I can call someone, I can call someone. And she kept insisting and insisting and insisting. And finally she was like, okay, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to go, like, call someone else. And I was like, okay, well, you do that. But, like, I'm really worried about you. Just, like, call me let me know how you are. I didn't hear from her for, like, 12 hours. And then oh. I got a random call from a hospital. Oh, no. She had gone to her old, to her parents' old place in New York. And the doorman basically was like, who is this crazy woman on cocaine here? So they had her committed to this, oh, like, God. psych place. Whoa. So I was like, so I got a call from the psych ward, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I was at work at the time, so I had to leave. I left work early to go see her because I was very concerned. I was like, hey, I'm just super concerned. I want to make sure okay. And she had to be like, no, this is a mistake and a misunderstanding. And, oh, by the way, like, she, like, had this journal. It was all full of, like, conspiracy theories that were, like, Whoa. about, like, not, like, QAnon 5G level, but it was like a bunch of crazy stuff. And I was like, oh, like you actually need help. And so I had to get in touch with their parents and be like, hey, like all this stuff's happening and it's really weird. And then this guy came to also visit her and I didn't know who this guy was. And so I met him and he was like, oh, like, don't worry. I'm like Alicia's friend from way back. It This will be fine. This is just a mistake and whatever, whatever. I was like, okay, if you say so, cool. And he's like, oh, by the way, here's my number. Like, I'll just keep you informed of, like, how Alicia's doing. And the psych people were like, yeah, Alicia needs to stay for, like, I think it was, like, a 72-hour hold or whatever. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay. So I left. I went back to work. Um, And then I called the her friend to be like, hey, like, I just wanted to check in. Like, do you know anything more? Like, because I tried to contact her parents and her parents wouldn't talk to me for this separate reasons that have nothing to do with me and everything to do with them being vaguely racist. But um, we'll just bury the lead there. <laughs> anyway, so 
I called the friend to be like, hey, like, have you heard from her? And he's like, don't worry, she's going to be fine. It's okay. You should come out and have a drink with me. And like, because I have some friends in town and I, I don't know why I agreed. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come and have a drink with you. <laughs> So I went and have a drink with <laughs> her the friend. Voice yeah, he used to sound like that. Yeah. That <laughs> was my like Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> and so I got a drink with him and a couple of his friends. And then I noticed he was going to the bathroom a lot. And I was like, oh, my God. This is her drug dealer. Oh, oh my God. And so by this point, I was very upset. And then she got out of the psych hold and everything. And then had emailed me. And I sent her an email being like, look, like we can't be friends at this level unless you like actually get help because I should not be meeting your drug dealer and you shouldn't be passing him off as like your friend from whatever. Like this is all sorts of fucked up. And I tried to talk to your parents and your parents like very much hate me and have problems with me that are racist. And she was like, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to clean myself up. I'm going to get better. And then she just didn't. So I like blocked her email and everything. Oh, wow. And uh, do you know where she is now? Uh, I know the last I heard she's in LA and she supposedly is better, but it was one of those things where it was like, it was so toxic. And it was also one of those things where like looking back, I realized, you know, like, I don't know if you have one of those things with friends where like once you are done with the friendship where you look back and you're like, oh, these are all really fucked up things that happened that I excused Mm. your behavior for so long. Oh yeah. yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I have have a friend who I haven't spoken to in a while and it's now, you know, hindsight is 2020 and there was a lot about our friendship that I, you know, there was a lot of value, but now looking back, I'm like, boy, there were so many things that I let go that now I'm embarrassed about and i there's very few things i'm embarrassed about and i look back at things now and i'm like wow i put up with a lot and now to uh confess what (laughs) i saw this person do and the way that they acted i'm like it's not a good look for me and i wasn't even the one doing it like what did this person do by association i'm like yeah they were pretty fucked up and selfish and now you know i have people sort of say to me so what happened to them and they seem even crazier now than ever i see them online and they look like they're out of their fucking mind and i don't have an ex- i i don't have an explanation what can i say i'm like yeah you're you're right and i was friends with them and i'm a little embarrassed about it i don't think there's anything to be i i understand what you mean but also it's like you know you put a lot of years with your friend you know and yeah. you trusted them and you had every you know of course you trusted them. it's actually on them for messing up with your trust i know yeah. but there is something about association and yeah, you, when you put yourself in the position of being like you you know but uh that wasn't i'm not like that that's a bad thing to have to rev- right like, it's like bringing a friend to a party who's like yeah what's up guys yeah and you have and you're to like i right. didn't know if she was gonna be like this yeah totally fine in the cab you don't want oh a my friend. god just kelvin <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a friend that you have to explain yeah no. yeah that is a bad i also i had two very close friends and they went through a really an official breakup and it was one said to the other you know, you're not someone I want in my life going forward. And I don't want this to be a fight, but I really think we should part ways. And the other one did not receive it. It was so plainly put and so direct. And what ended up happening was 
The other one obsessed over why could never let it go. And it ended up changing all of the various friendships involved because you would think that that it was so direct. That's so direct. It was, but it was also not, it's like sometimes people need a fight. Sometimes people need the person to be yelling at them so that they can defend themselves. When someone's just like, bottom line, like you're a fucked up person. People can't receive that because they're like, well, that hurts, and I want to fight with you now. And the yeah. person's like, there's no fight. You're just fucked up, and it's over. Like, what do you do with that? Well, I you think know? that's a weird thing about friendship breakups, right? Because they're not romantic breakups. Where there's so, always a fight without you always... But no, but yeah. I don't even think... Like, not... I mean, I've had, like, romantic things end without a fight, per se. But even that is, like... I think it's more clearly defined because the intimacy is more clearly defined. Whereas with friendships, like, intimacy is always such a gray area. Like, for example, like... Well, weirdly enough, Anna and I were talking about this outside. Like, with a relationship, if you're in, like, a intimate relationship, you usually have a talk where you're like, okay, so, like, what are we now? Whereas with friendships, it's really just a matter of, like, oh, we just hang out a lot. We don't have a talk where it's like, right. so, you're, like, a friend here, too, now, you what know? What are we, right. Calvin? <laughs> Let her know. all these years? <laughs> right. I went to your wedding, Carolina. You did. I was in your... <laughs> you were in my wedding. Yeah, right. You were all in my wedding. <laughs> Who played Mickey Mouse at your wedding? Obviously, Anna. I wasn't given the opportunity. (laughs) They said it's not appropriate. I said, I'll throw up in the head. It's fine. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, that that is what's crazy about friendship breakups, right? Like, because, like, they, you know, like, I know that my story was vague in its own way but like it it was very uh not vague for me we should go <laughs> oh god really but no we'll let her we'll let her finish we'll, we'll oh, play final the, thought from yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll play be it over all the night. credits yes yeah. go oh, ahead the dvd deleted scenes <laughs> am, I, am, am i getting an oscar do we record enough to cut around that 40 minute story she told we've Aww. been doing this for 40 minutes guys <laughs> No, I no Anna has been doing this for 40 <laughs> minutes. Listen, I I just feel like that's like the set. Oh, great. Now I feel like... I I ha- got- Anna, I have to break up with you. I'm sorry. Is it because it took too long for me to formulate what I wanted to we say? We got it. No, honestly, yeah. so I do understand what you mean because those Thank are you, hard. Thank you, Kelvin. And I do, and like I have... Kelvin's actually my therapist, so it's really nice for him to chime in. It's true. Um, also, our five minutes are up soon, so let me know when you're next free for your appointment. <laughs> No, but like, but like, I, I've been on that receiving end where like a friendship, like it, there's nothing said, but it just kind of disintegrates. And it's to a point where you're like, I don't know what the fuck happened and it sucks, but you know, you can't do anything well, about no it. Well, no one wants to be the one broken up with. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll promise not to break up unless we do hard drugs or get into conspiracy theories, but the bad ones, I mean. All yeah. right. There we go. Deal. 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 Okay, all right. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yay. Put his headpiece on. Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week. <laughs>